I'm Mike Tom with Colleen Hood. Welcome to another episode of Connections. Betty Maxwell is best known for representing the state of Georgia as Miss America 2016. She was only the second Miss Georgia to ever take home the title of Miss America. Betty now works as a motivational speaker, an actress, a model, a pageant coach and consultant, as well as a makeup artist. She says she is one of the most unlikely people to have the life she does now. And today we'll share how faith has helped her follow her dreams and can help you follow yours. We're talking with Betty Maxwell today. Betty, you have a number of titles. List them all for us. I was Miss America 2016, and now I'm a singer, songwriter, actress, model, and published author. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and motivational speaker. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you grew up uh, with the dreams of becoming everything that you just mentioned. Tell us about the path that led you there. Oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. Um, the, the path that led me to where I am now is literally my entire book. So um, that's really, really tough to narrow down. But I mean, it was such a conglomeration of things from my, the way my parents raised me out on the farm and growing up on the farm away from, away from literally civilization and away from, you know, the big city and, and um, what, what other most kids grow up in. And the way my parents raised me out there and, and our, our upbringing is really what shaped me into the person that I am now and gave me the drive and the work ethic and uh, the responsibility to push for my dreams and to never give up. But my parents always really supported me and all of that. But um and then, of course, my journey kind of took a really hard left turn when I started doing pageants in college. And then two years later, ended up being Miss America 2016 as this new girl who had never done pageants in her life. So I was, was going to ask, is that a little weird? Like, I, I don't know. I just see those TV shows, right? It seems people, they're really young when they start in pageants. Is that kind of odd to start in college? Yeah, actually, um, it, it, it's very different to be like, a newbie when you're coming into pageants as like, and I was 19 years old when I did my first pageant. And yes, you're correct. Like most girls start when they're really, really young and they grow up in it and they just, they know all about it and they've been dreaming of it and training for it since they were little kids. But that really wasn't me. Um, I grew up out on the farm and I I loved an outdoorsy life, but I I always had this flair for singing and acting. And so um, when pageantry was introduced into my life by my mom, who was introduced to it by a friend, <laughs> it was very, like, extended. And then my mom talked to me about it. My knee-jerk reaction was, you know, no way. Like, I don't <laughs> want to do this, like, at all. I'm not one of those girls. I truly believed in the stereotype of pageant girls being airheaded and catty and mean. But I, but, and I knew that that wasn't me. And, uh, but then my mom talked to me about the opportunities, the scholarship opportunities I could win in the Miss America system. And then, of course, the talent competition, which was an opportunity for me to showcase my talent, my singing, and hopefully a step forward in that career. So I decided to do it, and I just kind of ended up being good at it. <laughs> so was it what you expected, or, or was it not exactly what you expected? Well, like I said, I, I really believed in that stereotype of pageant girls, which honestly is about 1% of the pageant community um, as far as the contestants go. So it really was different than what I expected. Um, at first, you know, I dealt, with a, uh, I dealt with that 1% a little bit when I first started because when you're new and you're coming in, it, it really is like you feel like such an outsider because these girls have been doing it their whole lives. And then when you do well and you're competing and they see the potential that you have, you know, then you you really start to deal with that uh, kind of competition where the girls, you know, it's hard seeing someone come in when you've been training for something your whole life, and then some new girl comes in and is just, you know, <laughs> winning. I mean, it, it's it's weird. And I talk about that a lot in my book, about the struggle of, of fit, 
sort of fitting in and and you know being able to do well and still make friends. Now I heard like apparently Colleen tells me it takes a lot of discipline and sacrifice actually to commit uh, to the pageant world. Uh, was that kind of a surprise for you? Were there times when you wanted to quit? What was it like going through that and learning that process? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it took over my life. And there were times where, I mean, I remember this one time in, in particular where I was just like crying on my bed, just like crying. And my mom, I, I told my mom, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I cannot. And, you know, that has a lot to do with the coach I was working with at the time. And, and I talk a lot about like, good people and not so great people in your in your life that, that come in and out and and the people that are that tell you you're going to fail and that they don't believe in you and that if you don't do it their way that you're not going to succeed and I dealt with a lot of that when I was first getting into pageantry because I didn't know any better I, I had no idea what I was doing and so I trusted people to help me and, and and I trusted a lot of the wrong people at certain points in this journey that really brought me down literally told me I was going to fail and it, it was it really wasn't healthy. So um, throughout that journey, I really learned, you know, to be myself, to trust in what I wanted. This is my journey. This is my life. I'm the one competing, and I want to be up there as Betty and as and not as anybody else or as who my coach is going to shape me into. You know, I want I really wanted to be myself, and and that was difficult. What did you have like uh, shortcomings along the way, or was it all success as, start, as soon as you started doing it? And how did you uh, face that? Well, the shortcomings came in that I had no idea what I was doing. Like <laughs> I, I got up there and I, I wore for my first local pageant that I that I tried. Uh, I wore my aunt's gown from like the seventies, and because I didn't want to spend a ton of money on a new gown if I wasn't even going to enjoy competing, so it was my first time, and I was like. If I like this, then I'll spend money on a real gown. But I might not even like this, and I might not do well. So, um, But I ended up doing well my first time. My first pageant, I was first runner-up, and I won the talent competition. Um, so I'm a singer, and I sang, uh, for my first few pageants, I sang country music and Broadway songs. Um, but then as I got, once I got to Miss Georgia, um, I sang an Italian opera piece, which I, I sang oh, wow. both years at Miss Georgia, and then I sang all, I sang that same opera piece at Miss America. Um, I'm a classically trained opera singer as well. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's yes, a little I, bit I, different I than country. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I love singing all genres. So, what surprised you most about the Miss America process, and then the journey that it took you on? Well, you know, I, I was surprised at how much I would fall in love with the idea of being a title holder in this in the Miss America system, um, I really became very passionate about being becoming Miss Georgia and Miss America, not so much just because I wanted to win. You know, it wasn't really about like the crown and sash. It was it became more of a passion for me to be that role model for young girls everywhere. I, and that's what I've really extended on to do ever since my year as Miss America is just continuing to be a, a positive force in this world, a positive role model for young people everywhere on my social media and everything that I do. Um, I just want to help young people to, to have a good role model to look up to. Um, I feel like in today's day and age, it's really hard to find young, positive role models for, for young girls, especially to, to look up to, especially with social media and the pressures of, you know, being so sexualized at such a young age or wearing makeup at such a young age and just the, the constant peer pressure of social media. Um, and I really wanted, you know, young people to have an outlet or someone, you know, just good and decent to look up to. 
And I really fell in love with that idea. And I knew that I could be a fresh role model and a fresh title holder in the Miss America system because of my background, because I wasn't, I didn't grow up as a pageant girl. I wasn't bred and born for this. You know, I, I came into it with a fresh perspective and, and I knew that I could bring something new to the table and something more real and authentic. And your faith plays a huge role in, in everything that you do. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it, it's crazy how much in just the past couple of years, my faith has just grown exponentially. And my relationship with God has it, just grown so much, especially because of the tragedy that I dealt with last year with my, my husband's family. Um, and, and I talk about this in depth in my book, um, but about my mother-in-law's um, suicide that happened almost a year ago now. It happened the day before Christmas Eve last year. And just dealing with that sort of traumatic tragedy, um, and I was, my husband and I were both there when it happened. I mean, that has changed my life in so many crazy ways, but the most, the biggest blessing of it all was being able to heal and move forward with my relationship with God and in my marriage, you know, and, and getting through that in my marriage, and and not just healing my marriage, but healing personally and in my own heart, that was something that it it forced me to grow in my faith. And a lot of, for a lot of people that go through something that awful, it it can break you, and and the evil wants to break you, and it wants to tear apart your relationship with your your spouse. And those kinds of things, you know, they happen to us all, but no one really talks about it. And so I really wanted to make sure I talked about that in my book to give hopefully anybody else dealing with the darkness or just dealing with some sort of grief, you know, for them to have an outlet to look to someone else who's been through it and how we got through it. And, and leaning on our faith, my husband and I, leaning on our faith and the foundation of Christ that we've built in our relationship is 100% what got us through that. You've also done uh, videos with your husband talking about and how to cope with tragedy. What's the response been like from people where you've been vulnerable and open and transparent? Oh, my goodness. And I, I'm so thankful that God has, you know, given me and my husband that sort of, I don't know, I don't want to talk, I guess it's a gift just to be transparent and really authentic with people. That's like what I live by is just to be real. And that video that we made about coping with tragedy and dealing with his mom's suicide, I mean, it was just we could not believe the response that we got from that video. And like I said, it's something that so many people deal with, but people don't want to talk about it because it is so awful. It is Mm. so traumatic. But so Spencer and I knew that with our platform, especially with my platform and, and, you know, my following, we knew that it was our responsibility to take this on and make it part of our platform. It's something we talk about, mental health and uh, and and suicide and and just erasing the stigma and just helping to raise awareness about it that it is more common than we think, and I mean I we just knew if we could make this video just it, even though it would be painful and it would be it would be really hard for us to do that if, it, if we could just help or save one person that it would make it worth it and if you go read the comments on that video I mean so many people have told us you know this video saved me or this video is going to save someone I just know it or Mm. you have no idea how much video helped me to talk myself off a ledge I mean it is just it's blown our minds and it's all because of God I mean we are just an outlet to which he can speak through and minister to people what should people know about uh, those who are suffering from mental illness or alcoholism the best thing to do is to reach out 
reach out to some, just someone, anyone, talk about it. Don't hold it all inside. And, and, and that goes with, with even somebody who, who's, you know, a survivor of suicide, who, who lost someone else to suicide. You know, don't hold all that inside. I mean, the feelings that you feel after something like this happens are just, I can't even describe it. Um, you just have to read my book. But, I mean, it, it, it is, no one should have to go through that alone. And if you hold it all in, you know, it, 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 it will just grow and grow inside of you, and the rage and the pain will just never go away. You have to let it all out especially if you're a married couple and dealing with something like that together. You have to talk about it and communicate. Communication is key in pretty much every aspect of life. Um, but, I mean, I, I think I included the suicide hotline in my book. You know, call, talk to somebody. I mean, don't, you know, just don't, don't hold it all in. Now, speaking of your book, why did you decide to write a book about all of this? So my book is, is it is an autobiography. It's not just about pageants. It's not just about my life now. It's, you know, most of the story takes place before I even started pageants because that was only when I was 19. So um, I, I really wanted to write this book to basically bundle up all of my experiences, my, my failures, my successes, my mistakes, boys, dating, everything, everything that I could possibly think of, my awkward stage, you know, just working through problems in life, everyday things, you know, the things that seem trivial, but nobody talks about again because they happen to everybody so people don't talk about it i bundled up pretty much all those experiences and just put them in a book hoping that you know every people everywhere could just pick up a book and no matter who you are you could relate to it you know anybody can read my story and find something in it to be like oh wow i I went through that same thing too i can't believe you know somebody else went through that let alone a public figure a miss america you know and I, i just want people to be able to have a book that they can relate to, something that inspires them to work through their problems, any issues they've been dealing with. I promise you, I've been through it too, and I can help you find that solution through my book. I mean, it, it really is, it, it is a book that can relate to anybody. I love, the, I love the title, Miss Unlikely. Do you really feel like that? Like you're the least likely person to become a Miss America and speak into <laughs> the lives of people? Well, you know, I, I, I felt it, the story really is the story of, a, of an unlikely Miss America. I, I can't tell you how many, how many times I was told, you know, that I wasn't going to be able to do it or that I was going to be a failure or whatever, you know, and, or that I shouldn't keep doing pageants. It wasn't the right path for me. And I just had this feeling, you know, in my heart that I could do this and not only could I do it, but that it was a calling from God. I was meant to do this. I, I knew in my heart I, I was meant to be some, I, if, even if it wasn't Miss America, I was meant to have an impact. And, you know, I'm an, I don't know if y'all are into the Enneagram. Have y'all heard of the Enneagram? Oh, yeah. My coworkers okay. always tell me what I am. I forget now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm an Enneagram 3, and it's the 3 in me that always is, like, striving for something more, striving for greatness. What's the next big thing I can do? I, I'm a big dreamer. And... And I won't be nobody in this world. And so I knew I was meant for something. And when the Miss America system sort of made its way into my life, it's like God was like, this is it. This is what you're going to do. This is the path I'm going to take you on. And not only has it helped me career-wise in my singing and my acting career and, and modeling and my motivational speaking, and now I'm a published author, but it's helped me to grow as a person on the inside of just my independence, my responsibility, and to, 
it's grown that passion and desire in me even more to just want to be able to help people and be a positive impact on this world. And just not, not to leave just any legacy, but to leave a legacy that I helped people, that I did something good, that I was a, a glass half full type person in the world that can bring positivity and light into anybody's life, you know, who sees my social media page or who reads my book, you know, you're going to be left feeling inspired, I hope. So somebody has a dream, but they're like, I'm a nobody, I can't do this, that Ooh, type of thinking, what do you, you say to them? My book is for you. <laughs> if you have a dream, if you are a dreamer and you feel like you don't know what path to take to find your dream or you don't know if you can do it or if, 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 if your dream's too big, you know, that you shouldn't do it, my book is for you because I can tell you I've dealt with every single one of those feelings feeling like I can't, feeling like my dream isn't, is unattainable, that everybody out there wants to do what I want to do, and why should I be the one that gets it? You could be that one, and you never know if you don't try, and, and you keep trying. You don't give up. You're going to go through the worst and hardest things you've ever been through, and the trials just get harder, and I can tell you that from experience. But read my book, and you will feel motivated and inspired to, to go after whatever dreams you have. How can people find out more information about you? So, um, obviously, you can head to my social media page. Um, my Instagram is at RealBettyMaxwell, and I would love to have you as part of my IG fam. Um, and <laughs> then, of course, my book is available on Amazon. The link is in my Instagram bio, and then my website, BettyMaxwell.net. Y'all go check me out. Right on. Thanks Thank so, much, so much, Betty, for sharing your story with us. Thank you all so much for having me. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to listen to the full conversation again, don't forget, you can find it on your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.